1: Thank you so much, running. Mark. No Thank worries. you, thanks, Mark. Thank See you. See
0: a bit. Bye. We just have like a never-ending roster of like really helpful men. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. It's really great. All oh, my dreams come true. <laughs> it does make me feel a bit. Um, I don't know. Reassured. Does that make me anti-feminist? That I'm like, oh, a man's here. And he's gonna <laughs> set it up for us. Ooh.
1: journey here yeah <laughs> it was really stressful
0: so I'm late 15 minutes late yeah
1: after suggesting that we met 15 minutes early were you here 15 minutes before yes.
0: though were you actually I got into the tube at 12 45 I'm so sorry and was on my way up when you texted me and then I was like oh I'm just going to sit in the tube station because can I
1: tell you yesterday afternoon. I looked at my day today, and I thought I really really don't Want. You know those days when you go, I don't want to do any... Like, I'm really happy to be here. I really here. don't want to see Tilly. I'm yeah. really, I'm dreading see it. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here, but I knew...
0: That you there knew wasn't... I'd be here, so you are like, fuck. But also, you know that I have a meeting at half past two. Yeah, and I'm not going to let you be late for that, so this is going to be cheap and but cheerful But I was late quick.
1: last week, do you the week before last, I was late for a meeting because I carried on being here. Do yes, I
0: do, yeah. What happened? What did you get mean? sacked from wherever that meeting was? I not remember
1: where I was going. What was I going to <laughs>
0: What was I doing? You look like the white lady doing maths (laughs) gif right now. You know that picture? I don't think it is a gif actually. That picture of her and she's like.
1: I have to go with him a gif slash meme to a party on Saturday. Oh, cool! I'm thinking of doing no context Louis Theroux. Okay. And just dressing up as Louis Theroux and wearing like a sign with one of his
0: one of his quotes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's good. shall I tell you which one I've picked? Yeah, show me. Several tequilas later, we lost Tom in a souvenir shop somewhere. Is that the one about the alcoholics? I think it's the one where he's in Vegas. Oh, cool. And he's wearing look, he's wearing a Yeehaw hat. Oh, so, thought, so you get
0: to be Yeehaw all yeah. the way through. That's really good. But, um
1: it's basically a party it's a university party with a load of nineteen year olds, so nobody's
0: gonna what? know what I'm doing. Why dressed are you going to a uni party?
1: Because my amazing nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> my amazing friend Lucy has gone back to university to tra- to become oh. a doctor. Oh wow. Yeah, she's so fab. Um, what did she do before? Biology. And right. she I lived with her at university okay. and then
0: and then she left and started working and was like, fuck this, I want to be a doctor.
1: She always wanted to do it. She just didn't have enough money. And then mm. a very, very nice friend who also lived with us, their mum has paid <gasps> for her to go. Isn't that just lovely? That's
0: Why Why does this never happen to me? I'm sorry to make it all about me. Look, but you know when you hear about rich, benevolent people Tilly. And you're like, all the rich people in my life, they're perfectly nice, but they've never given me like £50,000. <laughs> and I have to ask why.
1: Maybe if you had something you wanted to do with the £50,000... Be rich! <laughs> <laughs> when I become rich, I'll give you £50,000.
0: Well, I actually believe you after you sent me that 30 quid when I smashed my phone. 30 quid I did not have. Yeah, you sent me on Monzo.
1: I've made £70 pounds this week on eBay.
0: Doing what? Selling my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> selling everything I own. <laughs> It's amazing. If you just sell everything you own, you can make some money. I'm just sitting in my empty flat like
1: Mwah. I'm so wealthy.
0: Wow, <laughs> What a smart strategy. Yeah. It's Get good rich fun. quick.
1: It's so addictive, it's like a game on your phone. What have you sold so far? I sold some dungarees, mm-hmm. um a few dresses. I sold my mum's old Vivian Westwood gold sequin jacket. Yeah. And it arrived and the woman messaged me saying, I don't believe that this is authentic Vivian yeah. Westwood. So I messaged my mum like, Have you got a receipt or like mm. a proof of purchase or something? And she was like, What are you on about? It's not Vivian Westwood, you've just completely made that <sighs> up. It's just not a Vivian Westwood. So oh I'm a fraud. Oh God. So I, w- I just had to explain to the woman, look, I just made it up. It's not Vivian Westwood. Yeah. And she's been very nice about it, but she has sent it back and I have had to pay postage. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was my first sale on eBay, so I was actually like in loss. Right. But now I'm in profit, so it's all good. Okay,
0: that's good. Did you just do that thing where you invented it in your brain or were you actually lying? I think, no, there is a I didn't lie.
1: I really thought that it was Vivian mm. Westwood. Like, it, it didn't even cross my mind that it wasn't Vivian Westwood. But now I've got it back, it is the crappiest, like, bomber jacket with gold sequins like literally stuck onto it I, I don't know who I thought I don't know what I thought was going on I think when I was younger my mum like jokingly was like oh I'm wearing my Vivienne Westwood
0: and you didn't realise it was a joke yeah yeah
1: so I thought until the age of maybe 24 that there were two words for party you had party and you had a partay <laughs> and a partee was like a slightly fancier party right, okay, yeah
0: this party you're going to, do you think it's going to be a party or a party? It definitely is a party. Right, it's going to be. a... don't even. I can't even talk to 19-year-olds. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I feel so smart. <laughs> oh, that's good actually. Yeah, because they're like, oh, actually, they're all doc. They're
1: all medical students. What am I about? Oh, my God, they're all medical students. They're all going to be awful. Sorry, no. are they, done. like,
0: the biggest drinkers? Yeah. Well, they were at Sheffield. They were yeah. the med sock were fucking yeah. nuts.
1: Also, not to stereotype, because obviously people becoming doctors, that's a really fantastic thing to mm. do with your life. But it does cost so much money yeah. that often the people doing it have, have a lot of money. Have got spare money for cocaine. Yeah. Those guys, they love the coke. They love it. Can I tell you about my Jenny? <laughs> yeah, you can, finally. <laughs> it's not interesting at all. Okay. But I just... All of the tourists... You just need to get it out. Yeah, basically, the reason I'm late is... I mean, there's lots of reasons I'm late. I Mm. left the place I was coming from late, so I was already a bit late. Yeah. And then I got so... I ran. I was literally running, and I just got lost in the Leicester Square maze, but I also got stuck behind loads and loads of groups of school kids, I think. Mm. like I want to say scouts groups, but I don't think they were. And then, because all the tourists have suddenly decided to arrive in London, I got Mm. on the escalator at Leicester Square. And And you were never seen again. And that's it. (laughs) Um, I was, everyone was stood on the wrong side of the escalator, weren't they, Tilly? And I had my first ever London, excuse me, and they didn't move. Oh,
0: no, oh, no. they didn't move they when d- you said excuse me. I think
1: I said it too quietly. Oh,
0: my God. Then, I said
1: like this, excuse me.
0: Oh, no, mate, you've got to be like, excuse me. I can't do that. And then you say thanks afterwards, and then it...
1: But Careless Whisper was playing on the saxophone (laughs) at the bottom of the escalator. So I was just stuck, stood. And it was the longest escalator (laughs) in the world. (laughs) Um, And I was just thinking. (laughs) Tilly's going to be so cross. And then, yeah, how long are the escalators coming up at Holborn? Sorry, this is so dull. But a man, as I was running up them, leant out and attempted to kiss me on the cheek. What? But
0: you know what? What did you do? I laughed. Oh, for fuck's sake, Helen. You've got a decade.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, like, I know that it's never okay.
0: It's it, never okay. But it was quite funny. Was it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit like, fair play. Yeah. I, I didn't laugh out of fear and social awkwardness. I laughed because it was, it was quite funny. genuinely funny. funny. Okay. I think because in the context of my very stressful journey where I'd got lost twice, got stuck <laughs> on the Keller's Whisper escalator and then got essentially like, semi-sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, classic. What did he Thursday? look Thursday? Like? He was maybe like about 15 and with all of
0: his mates. Oh, okay. And German. And German. So, makes it okay.
1: Makes it fine.
0: <laughs> so how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, yeah. I'm drinking a iced coffee. Mm. And uh, I wore my sunglasses here, even though it's raining. It's absolutely pouring it down. Do you know what? I've got these prescription sunglasses. I got them from Glasses Direct. Not a sponsorship, but it's good to get cheap glasses from yeah. you've got your prescription um and they're really cool they're like aviator like mini aviators um and I've realized that wearing sunglasses really helps me with my social anxiety when I'm on the tube I don't know it's just something to do with um people not being able to see my eyes mm-hmm. that I feel a bit more um relaxed mm-hmm. on the tube because otherwise I'm just a mess
1: have you internally. listened to the new podcast, the name of which I'm going to forget? It's called something like People in Conversation Against Having a Rubbish Time. It's a new Dave podcast. Do your own Googling. And there's a guy on it who has written a book on mental health and anxiety, I think. And he talks about the tube and the fact that it just completely taps into all of your uh, like primal yeah. instincts yeah. of I am in danger. Yeah. I need to run. Yeah.
0: Um, but you can't run because you're on a tube. You're underground in a tiny cubicle. The seating is such that you're facing a wall of people. I play a game of how
1: many people I can make eye contact with.
0: You are so fucking sick. <laughs> Would you hate me if I was set up yes, you? Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to move. I've, I've, i move. The, yesterday there was a guy who I think was trying to play flirt eye catch with me. And he wasn't being like... You know, but it was one of those things where it was like, oh, no. You moved? First of all, no. Oh, sorry, oof, mate. That is such rejection. I just, I can't I can't hack it because I can't, I just can't hack it. And it wasn't even like he was being, like, aggressive or weird. But once someone's looked at me twice, it's like my whole body seizes up and it's just a lot more comfortable for me. I would used to, to agonise over, like, oh, I don't want anyone to see that I'm, like, upset or in fear. Mm. But now it's like, if I can remove myself from the situation it's much better so I was stood near the door and I just turned around and faced the other way so that he couldn't look at me anymore oh. don't feel sorry for him no I feel sorry for you
1: that was oh, right, me okay. going oh like that's sad that oh, you then wait, had to okay. that was a <laughs> that was a
0: oh, oh dear how do you live in the world I was sorry. just
1: thinking you had to then spend the rest of the journey stood with your face against the glass of the it's fine. you can it's a metaphor for your life isn't it just crouching in the corner avoiding eye
0: contact
1: also maybe he recognized you from the telly
0: no really no one's ever recognized me off the telly
1: well maybe they do it's just you always think they're trying to do (laughs) dirty eyes and then you move
0: away from them
1: (laughs) i got a message from a guy once on twitter saying i'm really sorry that i was staring at you on the tube that's not nice for a young lady but i recognized you from the telly Oh, right. I had not noticed. I was probably staring You were back. probably
0: doing it right back. Yeah.
1: It's was like, ooh, this, I've oh. won the game today of how long I can have eye contact with oh, someone. Oh, my
0: God. You'd survive in the wild. Do you think? Yeah. You'd survive in the zombie apocalypse, I think.
1: Although oh. maybe you'd
0: get caught trying to stare at too many zombies.
1: <laughs> Do you know, once I was part of um, a kind of minor terror-related incident... <laughs> So we should do the podcast in a minute, but I'll tell you this really quickly. Right, okay. because I was on the Megabus from Birmingham to London yeah. and this man <laughs> stood up and said, I'll have a bomb on the bus. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, well, Did you laugh? Uh, was your first instinct to laugh? I tried to make eye contact. <laughs> no! I was like telling everyone look stand up make eye contact and they were like sit down oh, yeah. shut up <laughs> but he'd actually be- before that he'd been chanting under his breath for a really long time right. and the woman who was sat behind him um, moved to in front of me and my friend yeah. and was crying because she was like we're all going to die <laughs> And anyway, people kept going to tell the driver and the driver was ignoring everyone who was speaking to him. So then everyone was like, the driver's in on it. <laughs> um, but what had actually happened, found out in retrospect is the driver had cottoned on really quickly, right. called the police and they'd said, whatever you do, do not respond like Uh, don't pull the bus to a side because then he'll pull the trigger trigger. keep driving driving. well what actually happened was we'd already hit the motorway so he came off the motorway turned around went back on the motorway and drove back to Birmingham coach station and we all then like awkwardly piled off the bus like past the man and then the police arrived and like took the man but then he like ran away (laughs) they all followed the man great and then the people who worked at a megabus place they all looked through all the suitcases. They took this suit- this suitcase off the bus.
0: Yeah.
1: We all then piled back on the same bus and drove to London. I was like, what if they got the wrong suitcase? But anyway, I'm telling that story because my instinct was, if he looks in my eyes and sees that I'm an all right gal, <laughs> if he sees that I'm a stand-up
0: chick... then He, he- won't want to do <laughs> loads of murders anymore. <laughs> if he meets me, TV's Helen Monk's... <laughs> he'll realise that he's being a very naughty boy, <laughs> and he'll chill out with all this bombing people. It
1: was funny. I did. We did all think we were going to die, and I was yeah. very accepting of death.
0: Um, <gasps> I was. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're listening to bitching. This is a podcast. Every week, we uh, dissect a different person, yeah. and uh, Helen just kind of does her own thing, and. Uh, <laughs> Who will be talking about this week, Tilly? Andrew Wakefield. Who's that? Then when he's at home, uh, he's the reason everyone's getting measles again.
1: Yeah, shall he... I read out his wiki? Yeah, Andrew Jeremy Wakefield, born nineteen fifty-seven, which makes him sixty-one to sixty-two, because we don't know his exact birthday. Okay, is a discredited former British doctor who became an anti-vaccine activist
0: for attention. <laughs>
1: He was gastronom... He was gastro... Oh, Jesus Christ. He was gastroenterologist. He was a gastroenterologist. If tom- only that <laughs> wannabe terrorist could see now. <laughs> he was a gastroenterologist. Great. I still think that's wrong. Until he was struck off the UK Medical Register for Unethical Behaviour, Misconduct and Dishonesty for authoring a fraudulent research paper that claimed a link between the measles, mumps and rubella vaccine and autism and bowel disease.
0: Yeah, so he is the OG of the anti-vaccination movement and I can't decide if it's intentional dishonesty and cruelty to make himself money and get some notoriety. Or if it's unintentional and he genuinely does believe believe his own bullshit. Because he's really sticking to his guns. Oh, yeah, he's sticking to those guns. He lives in the US now, so he doesn't live here. You couldn't, could you? Oh, we don't really go in for that, do we? That kind of stuff. I mean, you couldn't go to your doctor and be like, I don't want to vaccinate my kids. Although that is happening and there is now outbreaks of measles and mumps. And And that is
1: what happened. So there's a... I'm pretty sure she's a guardian journalist who was at the conference when mm. he first when it first broke out and when he first like said his idea and she then did not vaccinate her <gasps> children well, she put off vaccinating her children. she like openly admits that Which,
0: well to be fair, I mean if you hear it at like an official medical conference like you might think that it's yeah. real, yeah, especially before it became this whole movement
1: but also people's first response was it's safer to wait and find out. Mm. But that is not true. It is not safer to wait. It's safer to get, obviously, to get the I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. It's safer to not
0: get the diseases that killed loads of people.
1: Yeah. Because I'm going to get this statistic wrong. Maybe I should hook it up, but I can't quite be bothered.
0: Do your own Googling. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: um, if, if the... People getting vac. If the percentage of people getting vaccinated drops below, I
0: think it's ninety five percent. It's the hive immunity thing. Hive herd immunity herd thing. Immunity. We're, not, we're not bees. We're people. <laughs> <laughs> the the herd immunity. Yep. If it's above ninety five, we're fine. So yep. as long as like five percent of people are being dickheads and not vaccinating yep. their kids, that should be okay. But it's now.
1: Yeah. When he first said it, it dropped to uh, in the eighties. The people who were. In... Mm. Getting vaccinated. I really like this Guardian journalist who was like, whoops, I didn't vaccinate my kids and that that was a bad decision. She says that whenever you get vaccinated or you take a child to get vaccinated, what you're doing is a social act of goodness, for like a community
0: act. It's not just about your kid, it's obviously... It's about people who can't have vaccinations for medical reasons. Um, It's about protecting vulnerable people. or you could just buy into your own bullshit and believe that you're a special magical fairy who <laughs> thinks that vaccinations are dark magic.
1: I do understand what you're doing is putting a tiny bit of the disease into you.
0: Mm. And
1: when that first when vaccines were first introduced, yeah. everybody was like are you joking? Get that, that away from me. That sounds bonkers. It sounds like Cuz yeah. what the
0: what Andrew Wakefield said was that it's It's fine to get the single vaccinations. So, to get separate ones for mumps, measles, Mm -hmm. and rubella, it's safer to do that. But something about the combination of all three happening at the same time causes autism. Which, by the way, autism is not a bad thing. Yeah, isn't that? Let's say that right now. Doesn't that say something
1: about the current mood and attitude towards autism? People would rather their children have all of these terrible diseases yeah. then have and
0: possibly to... die yeah. then then
1: be neurodiverse yeah. which is
0: a perfectly fine thing to be agreed so fuck you Andrew <laughs> yeah you listen douche. I need to say I've been listening to Rage on the, Against the Machine I've been listening to Rage Against the Machine on the the ride here so you I'm you should I'm, not I'm... be
1: doing that Tilly steal I'm riled up
0: listen I'm ready all... I've got my
1: sunglasses on no that is Balls not up, parade. <laughs> that is not your jam you know you need peaceful piano. I know.
0: <laughs> I quite like I quite like that, though. It gives me... Rock music gives me the... I sound like I'm 80 <laughs> years old. Rock music really gets me going in the morning. I, uh, yes. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine is a bit old school now, isn't it? It is actually now, yeah. Retro. Yeah. Like, like vaccinating your kids. <laughs> let me just have a little iced coffee break. We are sponsored by Starbucks
1: iced coffee. Ah.
0: Game of Thrones now sponsored by Starbucks.
1: Was that a publicity stunt, do you think?
0: No, I just think they don't give a shit.
1: (laughs) Game of Thrones, in case you haven't
0: seen, there's like a brief shot where there was a Starbucks Cup on the set of like Come on, how many times on set have you like saw something on the table and thought that's not meant to be there but you couldn't be asked (laughs) to tell (laughs) anyone? So Tilly. many fucking yeah. times.
1: Really? Yeah, ma'am. In Victoria, did you have a Costa Coffee iced latte? I had
0: all sorts underneath my petticoats.
1: Oh, that's it. It's on fine. The floor, I, I can
0: say what I want. Be assured mm. on the table, you ain't able. I'm pretty sure there was like something in the. I don't know. Who cares? No one's watching it anyway. Line of Duty's on the other <laughs> channel.
1: <laughs> have, you watched, have you watched the season finale of Line of Duty? Yeah, I thought it was shit.
0: I'm sorry, but the whole conceit of no. it being Morse code bollocks. He's dying. Why were they? Why were they so insistent that he knew what they were saying? He was bleeding out. He was dying. And then, they
1: I hate were... you. I hate you, mate. I hate you
0: and your faith <laughs> and the words that you. Can't things just be good? <laughs> uh, listen, mate. I think it's great. I still think it's a good show, yeah. but I just thought it was a bit bollocks.
1: What did you think of the ending of Killing Eve series one?
0: I didn't watch Killing Eve. I watched. The, I went to the sc- a screening of the first two episodes, which I enjoyed. You didn't watch Killing Eve. Helen's looking at me like I should die. You should be alive and watch Killing Eve. Can I tell you though what my thing is? I simply hate to watch British television because all I do is watch it and think, "Why didn't I get seen for that part?" My jealousy consumes whatever yeah. I'm. So I'm. To be honest, all I do is watch irreverent American comedy shows.
1: I understand because.
0: Uh, I'll never be in an in a irreverent American comedy show, Watch so it's fine.
1: This space now, you're so gonna be an irreverent, irreverent American comedy show. That's no, very hard no. to say. I can't even. Do you know what I mean, you can. No, mate.
0: <laughs> well, not no, with that mate. attitude. No,
1: mate. Do you want to say any more about Andrew Ravey?
0: Well, I mean, what is there to say? It's this. I really enjoy conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's like it's that conspiracy theory thing of wanting to be special. It's like, oh, I've seen behind the curtain and vaccines are really bad and I've got the special magical knowledge. Mm. But the truth is, if vaccines could cause autism, we would also be able to create Spider-Man from a spider bite.
1: Yeah, and we can.
0: Well, no, we can't because Spider-Man's not real.
1: How do you know? (laughs) (laughs) But amazing things do exist. I think I've been rereading Harry Potter at the moment and um, why are you looking at me like... (laughs) Nothing. I've been rereading Harry Potter at the moment yes so I'm trying to say it like it's a sophisticated thing to do mm. um, and a lot of the thing the magic in that is now real life the idea of moving images on, on like posters are moving images like on the tube on the way here when I was oh, that's a good point waiting to get that exists yeah like the world is mental yeah and so mad things do happen
0: yeah
1: and all of the things do you should... think
0: ever eventually
1: a wizard will be gay yeah <laughs> Not not overtly, only like referenced outside yeah, of the yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. books. Yeah. Um, but particularly with health stuff, I always remember my grandparents. Not so health stuff
0: or health stuff. Health, health. Okay. Health, health for health. Health and wellness. I can't speak. Check today. your own
1: poos. <laughs> Make sure you check for lumps and bumps. Yeah, do. Oh, also, guys, put some sugary water out for the bees. Mm. Oh my god, there was a dead bee today.
0: And you couldn't do anything. So I've put out some sugary water. Oh, right. And
1: I feel really responsible that I didn't do it before. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's been a very upsetting time. <laughs> the bees are dying. We're all going to die. Put out some two. Fucking
0: hell, I'm worried if you're feeling depressed.
1: <laughs> two big spoonfuls. I'm going to have to
0: kill myself, I think. Two. You lose if you lose hope.
1: <laughs> two tablespoons of sugar, one tablespoon of water on a little tea plate. Helps the medicine go down. Mix it together. It helps the bees go down. Yep. Yeah.
0: The bees are great, man. Love those guys. I love the bees. The the wasps can get fucked. (laughs) The thing that... No, wasps do important jobs as well, but just keep them the fuck away from me. Yeah, I think they, like, kill stuff. All animals deserve a
1: space and we have room for every living thing.
0: Just not in my room or around me do you know or what
1: I have a real conflicting thing about ants I have a fear of ants do you but I also is it think, the like legion-ness uh, uh, of them uh, I don't <laughs> know what it is it's so they're just so weird yeah but they are the most well designed and I think they're a metaphor for how humans should live Which have you is, watched Ant Man? I can't maybe don't I can't watch Ant Man go near that <laughs> take it away I did watch Ants when I was younger is that when it started? maybe <laughs> it's like why are they talking? I've had two really important things that I've needed to say and I've forgotten both of them. <laughs> One was about health.
0: Mm. The other was about ants. Okay. Okay, right. We'll do ants right. first. we'll smash this out in five minutes. So, ants... Everyone give us some space. <laughs> give us some space. She's Here's thinking. what
1: I need to say to you about ants. <laughs> I really like them... It, theoretically, and I think that we should live like they do mm. because we have the myth of the individual, which mm-hmm. we need to put in the bin and work as a collective. And what ants do is they are essentially each one create. You can't exist on your own as an ant. You ha- you're part of a collective, mm. and that collective really is how they think. They think in they think as a whole. So I think one ant really is like five billion ants, and that's why they scare the chabidas out of me. The chabidas. <laughs> But can I recommend to everybody to Google, when there was the hurricane last year in America, the way the ants survived, oh my God, it makes me want to cry, is they all locked arms, like loads and loads of them, and they floated, they made a little island, but the way they floated was they constantly rotated so that they were never underwater for long enough to drown. So they just rode this rotating ball of ants. So both amazing and also my living (laughs) nightmare. I really recommend looking at it. It's so hopeful and amazing. And also creepy. At and the also same time. just like if that came anywhere near me, I'd
0: drown myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the um, ants would save you. The ants they'd, they'd rotate you. So they, you didn't die. they just are there for each other. Mm.
1: They're there for each but other. But we're
0: we're not ants, Helen. We're slightly more complex than ants. I
1: think that we are. We've just forgotten ourselves. Right, okay. And I think that's maybe why they scare me, because they're reminding me of like past lives. Mm.
0: <sighs> What was the other thing? Health. So you've done ants.
1: Here's my health thing. Yeah. It is never ever, there is never a permanent way of being healthy. The way that we should look after ourselves and be and everything is constantly changing. And I always think about my grandparents who'd cook everything in lard Mm. and like fat was really healthy. Then fat was really, oh, and carbs were really good for you, like bread, good for you. Then that was bad for you. Don't eat the lard anymore, guys. Carbs are great. Carbs are great. Carbs are great. Carbs are so good. That's the
0: party line of the podcast, carbs are great. Oh, my
1: God. Honestly, I could live off crisps,
0: chips, bread. Done. I don't buy into any of the food stuff anymore. I think there's, like, lots of arguments to be made for eat vegetables, drink water, you know, be reasonable with what you're putting into your body. But I think so much of it is just to, like, scare people. And make them afraid. But see, there you go. You're just talking like the anti-vaccine people. Oh, yes, yeah,
1: food can't kill you. Like, it's literally... Food can kill you. I'm not saying yeah. that.
0: Mushrooms. You're saying I'm just like Andrew Wakefield. Yeah, you. Because I don't think people should be shamed for eating cake. <laughs> You're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> <laughs> now the claws really come out. <laughs> this is really macabre, but the people who didn't vaccinate their kids and their kids died they think now do they realize it was i bet they're glad that they don't have autism oh that's me oh my kid's dead but you know at least they weren't slightly different (laughs) to everyone else in their class said no normal person ever in the history of the fucking world did you
1: see mosquito at the national yes with olivia colman so
0: fucking good she was amazing
1: do you know what is a fantastic public resource is the national theater archive it's in the national theater studio Anybody can book in for free and you can, in theory, go and see anything that's ever been on at the National Theatre.
0: Mm.
1: So go watch Mosquito, guys who live in London or are here for a day out. Or you can read it. It's a great read. But Olivia Colman plays someone who didn't vaccinate... Oh, um, oh, spoilers. Yeah. Oh, I can't talk about it. Well, you can. I mean, it was on a while ago. Also,
0: now you know, because the fact I've said spoilers means you know that a kid is dead. A kid is dead <laughs> and she didn't vaccinate her kid. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah. And um, it's heartbreaking and horrible.
1: But it's a really, it's a really interesting dichotomy between yeah. these two sisters, one of who is at the Hadron Collider, like one of the scientists at the Hadron Collider, yeah. and Olivia Coleman, who is... Who wrote
0: it? Is it Lucy Kirkwood?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you just Google it?
1: Yeah. Fact check.
0: Da, la, 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 la. We need a fact check noise.
1: Okay, Google. Who wrote Mosquito the play? It's Mosquitoes. Was it? Yeah.
0: Lucy Kirkwood was yeah. playwright for Mosquitoes. It's I can't queen. believe
1: I forgot that I love her. She's so glamorous. Is she? I've not met her. Yeah, let me show you a picture. I've not met her. I just look at pictures for all the Like a totally normal person.
0: Yeah, she's beautiful. She's banging. Yeah. Same vibe as Lucy Preble. Oh, beautiful.
1: Can we make friends
0: with both of them? I mean, if I just continue to email Lucy. <laughs> Lucy Preble, is, so for those who don't know, is a really fantastic playwright. She wrote N- She's Ron. my favourite playwright and... She's got a new show. We need. To, should we yeah. go see a new yeah. show? I'm so psyched. I hate going to the theater, but I will. I will pay. You hate going to the hate theater. going to the theater. It's boring. If I'm not on stage, I'm not bothered. Timmy! I, that is. I cannot wait. The worst thing you've to ever pay said. sixty pounds. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay money to get good seats to go and okay, see. Okay, can show.
1: can we try and get cheaper tickets than sixty pounds? You want to get sixty pound tickets? Just... I want to get
0: good seats. I don't want to be oh, in the. I'll be at the back, mate. All right. See you there.
1: I'm not paying £60. I never go
0: to the theatre. I only go if Tom Lodge takes me and it's free.
1: (laughs) This is the thing I was going to say about vaccines and then we will just stop talking because we've wasted enough people's time. If you want to read about it, you know. Can I recommend a really good podcast where they talk about it? Yeah. Much better than we have. (laughs) It's Today in Focus, the Guardian podcast, which I only started listening to this week and I've already pretty much listened to all of them. They are... It's such good journalism. It is so Maybe we can
0: get... Um, anti-vax people putting one star on our itunes I review so. page as well
1: i love those. as well as
0: the racists.
1: see i really thrive off bad reviews and you really hate them i really dislike it if you hate us give us
0: uh give us one star because i will love it and if you love us which apparently loads of people listen to this podcast which is news to me let me tell you that <laughs> Please give us a five-star review.
1: Because I gave you the login details for the...
0: Buzzsprout, now and I can see who's listening. I can see that
1: people are actually listening. Mm. Did you not believe me before?
0: No. We've got I listening... thought it was your relentless optimism striking again. <laughs> so that was Andrew Wakefield sort featuring <laughs> me just razzing on Helen for 40 minutes. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us five stars on the iTunes. If you didn't enjoy it, why not go and have a bath and calm down? (laughs) And also, we do have a Patreon page if you have a disposable income. We would love for you to give us some money so that we can continue making the show. And we will give you perks and And services. maybe some feet pics. Who knows? (laughs) We love you! We love you! Bye. Bye. Bye!
1: You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Moat. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson.
0: But As we were told in a one-star <laughs> iTunes review, we're both uneducated, <laughs> which isn't true. Um, but we are stupid.
1: I've got a master's degree
0: <laughs> from the Open <laughs> <laughs> University. Oh
1: oh, 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 Look, the Open
0: University
1: fired. is fantastic. is great. Is great.
0: I'm only shading my friend <laughs> lovingly. What they say? I'd love to do a master's at the Open University. Oh,
1: mate, do it! Oh, it was so good. It was genuinely, really, it was a really good thing to do. Mm. And I was able to do it while I was working. I met some amazing people. I really enjoyed... You don't have to leave your house very much. It really ticks all your boxes. it does. I'd recommend doing something... I might have
0: agoraphobia. Is that why you like this little studio? I fucking love this studio. We're going to come here all the time. Should we just do it here all the time? Well, this is what I'm thinking, because I'm working now. I could afford to put some money together. All right,
1: well, you can pay for the (laughs) studio. I'll carry on selling my clothes on eBay. (laughs) You know how that goes.